Are CMSs or frameworks the future of web development? Is one primed to dominate more in the future versus the other? Where should you invest your time? Is either one of them a complete waste to even try to learn now? This is a question that I got asked to answer over on Quora. And so in this episode, I'm going to go through this. I'm going to tell you sort of a broader technology story that I think will help make clear the difference, the comparison between CMSs and frameworks. And then I'm going to tell you what I think you should do as a developer to be a complete developer when it comes to how you think about frameworks and CMSs and how all of this technology works together and why ultimately when you really understand what's going on with all of this, that you really don't need to worry about the future of web development because you're going to be right where you need to be no matter what. Hey there, John Morris here, johnmorrisonline.com. Welcome back to another episode of the John Morris Show. As I said, we're going to get into this question, what is the future of web development, CMSs, or frameworks? Talking WordPress, Juma, Drupal, those sorts of things versus Laravel, Symfony, etc. So, we're going to get into all that, but of course, before I do that, I want to encourage you to head on over to store.johnmorrisonline.com, help support the show, also get the coding training you need, my PHP course, my object-oriented programming course, my login script tutorial, my PHP forms course, a bunch of source code and so forth, also my Upwork 101 courses over there as well. Whatever you might need in order to help you start, jumpstart your coding career or help you down your path, get promoted, uh, be able to raise your prices as a freelancer, all that sort of thing. Again, all that at store.johnmorrisonline.com. Use the coupon code JMO at checkout for 20% off anything in the store. Also, Udemy links, Skillshare links, all that is over there. Again, store.johnmorrisonline.com. I'd greatly appreciate that. All right, so with that out of the way, let's go ahead and, and, and dive into this. So I want to tell you a story, and I, I'm, I, want, I want to do this because I, hopefully this will make this comparison very, very clear to you. So we're going to talk about cars. I'm going to talk about fuel injection in cars. So fuel injection was first invented by Leon Levasseur, hopefully I said that right, in 1902, and it was invented for aviation engines. Then in World War II, the the fuel injection, the idea of fuel injection was used in power plants by both, well, all three, the U.S., uh, Germany, England, and probably some others, but it was used in power plants. And then later it was used in race cars and then high-end cars. At, some, at one point it became, it moved from mechanical fuel injection to ele- electronic injection where they added sensors so they knew just exactly how much fuel based off of the situation the car was in whether it's starting whether it was accelerating whether it was slowing down all those sorts of things so it became electronic injection and then in the 70s and 80s most manufacturers switched from using a carburetor which was less efficient to using fuel injection fuel injected engines and now today Fuel injection, the idea of fuel injection, is pretty much default in any new car that you're going to get. I, I, there's probably some out there that that don't, but your average, normal, everyday car is going to be fuel injected. And it's a better technology, it's a more f- efficient technology, and has become a, a more cost-effective technology. So I tell you that story because what we do as developers is very, very similar. Uh... I think of a language as 
the raw, the raw material of development. It is the very basic building blocks that you're going to work with. It's like the steel that you might use in a car or the oil or whatever. It's the basic building blocks, the raw material of development. A framework is a particular orientation and it's it's a it's a collection of tools based on sort of principles. So it is like the concept of fuel injection. That might be when you're building an engine, if you think of building an entire engine, one of the principles that you might implement in your engine is fuel injection. Well, that's a concept that has a sort of specific implementation to it, and it sort of becomes, the concept becomes a sort of a tool as you build your engine, or the idea of a piston engine. You know, back a hundred years ago, that wasn't a common knowledge sort of thing. It was a idea that someone came up with and now has become the default way that engines run. And it's not the only way that an engine can run. So we have these ideas of fuel injection, piston engine, all of these different things, and we orient them in a certain way to create what is kind of the standard for the modern day engine. A framework is sort of like that. It's, it's, it's a collection of tools based off of principles. So for example, when a, a, set, a group of developers sits down to develop a framework, they often have principles that they outline that are their key principles, knowing that in implementing these, they're going to be sacrificing other principles. So for example, they might build a framework and, and say, we're going to really focus on performance here. So we're gonna make this as streamlined as possible. We're gonna do everything that we can to make this perform as well as we can. And so as a part of that, what they might do is sacrifice functionality. They might not add certain features because that would make the code too bloated or it's something that would lead to the performance being really bad, et cetera, et cetera. So when, again, it, when you look at a framework, it really is sort of a, a perspective that a particular developer, a group of developers has on what's important when it comes to web development. And so it very much is both a a, con, a conceptual thing and then also, of course, these frameworks have tools that then help you as the developer to build based off of those key principles. So performance or utility or, or whatever it is. So again, it's, 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 it's not quite the raw materials. It's more of an orientation based off of what these particular developers think is important. A CMS is actually a layer up from that. It is a particular implementation. It's it's not the individual car itself, but it's more the model, the design of a particular car. So the let's say a Silverado or F-150 or a Corvette, right? Not the actual car that's built and you can see in front of you, but the model for the car that we're going to use to build the car. That's how I would sort of see a CMS. And again, different models have different things that they think are important. A Corvette model, the reason that car is built is for speed, built for the way it looks, the you know the way people feel when they drive it, that sort of thing. A Silverado, a truck, well that model is completely different. It's built for power, maybe it's built for hauling things, maybe it's built for being able to store a bunch of stuff inside of it and convenience in that regard. So every model has things that it focuses on and sacrifices other things in doing that. And so, again, you just have to choose 
which one you 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 want the most. It's same with the CMS. They all have things that they focus on that are sort of particular imp implementations that they think are important. You have to decide which one fits with what you do. And then finally, we get to the actual website or application. This is your end product. This is your car. This is your F-150. This is your Silverado that is a Silverado. It's red, but it's four-door. It has electronic windows, which is different from somebody else's whose is black. It's two-door, and you know everything's manual inside. Right? Those are two different end products, but they're based off of the same model. So hopefully that analogy helps to make clear the difference between these different technologies, between a language, between a framework, between a CMS, between the ultimate end result that we're, we're going to build. And the reason I bring all this up is because if you, if you look at that and understand that, what you realize is that a CMS doesn't compete with a framework. That'd be like saying, what is the future of auto, uh, automobile development? The Ford F-150 or the piston engine? The Ford F-150 model is like the CMS. The piston engine is like the framework. Well, the Ford F-150 has a piston engine. Now, that doesn't mean that every CMS out there is based off some other framework like Laravel Symphony. But in a sense, they are based off of their own frameworks. A lot of times these CMS, CMSs have their own sort of, of tools that they built in, their own classes, their own orientation of the way they're going to organize their code. So they have sort of an internal framework. And some are built off of other, other frameworks and so forth. But again, the two don't really compete with one another. So... Uh, when, when you ask the question, what is the future of web development, CMSs or frameworks, I would tell you both. Now, which CMS, which framework? Well, that's a whole other question. You know, Laravel seems to be a really popular framework right now, and WordPress is the most popular by far CMS uh, right now. So if you're looking for some hard, fast, what are we going to see going forward? That would be my guess right now, but I don't think any of us uh, really know. But it's again, it's important to understand that those two things don't really compete with one another. And to follow on from that, why I think this is important to get is because to me, to be a complete developer, you need sort of a full stack. And I'm not talking stack in terms of like a lamp stack or whatever, but a, a, a technology st stack in terms of what we're talking right, about right now. So you it's not that you should never learn any other language or framework, etc., but you should have for you a core set of these things. So a core language that that you know that's that's your home base sort of. You should also have a core framework. Of course, I, I'm going to use the term site builder. You could substitute CMS here. CMSs aren't the only sort of site builders that are out there, but you know something along that line. And then you should have a core niche, which is related to the end product that you're actually going to create. So those four things, you should actually have each one of those. So for example, you might say when it comes to language, I'm a PHP developer. PHP is my core language. And you might say, uh, following on from that, my core framework is Laravel. I'm a, I use the Laravel framework if I'm going to use a framework. And then... Following on from that, you say Joomla is my CMS. So that's the CMS that I use if I'm going to use a CMS. And my niche, what I, the end product I specialize in building is I specialize in building community websites. 
So you should understand what those things are for you and to be sort of a complete, well-rounded developer who can operate in any realm and at any one of these levels, knowing that putting in the work to master those things will help you to get there to where you have this, you can, you can work with the raw material, you can work with the framework, you can work uh, with the, 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 the CMS or the site builder, you can, and, and you work building a specific type of site. Again, that's not that you never do anything else. You don't learn other things, but have your, have your home base, have your core and make sure you hit all of those four points. So you're as well-rounded as possible. And then the thing to figure out after that is at what level do you prefer to operate? So are you more of an inventor? An inventor would be someone who is coming up with the idea of the fuel injection, like this Leon Leveveser. <laughs> that would be more the inventor realm. And specifically with web development, that would be someone who is maybe maybe you're looking going all the way and inventing the language. So developing a new language or you're taking a language you're familiar with and you're developing a new framework for it. Operating in the language to framework area, meaning not using the framework, but building the framework, that's more the inventor area. So do you like to to invent things? Do you like to come up with brand new sort of fundamental ideas that change the way people think about web development completely that and you you primarily are building things for other developers if that's the area that you like to operate in then you're going to operate that at that inventor level primary the language to framework level and and knowing that will allow you to do the thing that you truly love and are passionate about doing and and have it become your life's work that's critical to know that's how you become super successful with what you're doing is making sure you're operating at the level and, and doing the thing that you just are most passionate about where it's just something you can't stop thinking about. So that's the inventor level. Uh, the manufacturer level is more the framework to say CSS levels. So you are going to be using the framework and you and you may move into creating the CMS. So not using the CMS, but creating the CMSs. Now you might use the framework to create the CMS, you might not. You might develop your own internal framework for your CMS, or you might use your framework to do other things, uh, to build other applications and so forth. But it's again, it's that level of using the framework to creating the CMS uh, that you would that you would be operating in if you're more that manufacturer type level. And then the last level is sort of the designer, I would say slash engineer level which is you're the CMS to end products level. So you're using the CMS, you're creating end products. And so you're more in that realm of, of thinking about the end product. What are the diff, what are the best tools for me to create that you might go to, I'm going to use a framework for this, but your primary focus is on the end product and, and getting those built, getting those done. So these are the fundamental questions when we think about the, all of this, that when you answer these, when you really think these through and you answer these, they provide extreme clarity on the route that you should pursue in your web development career and in your life that is going to give you the best chance to be as successful as you possibly can. You can, it's really difficult to be super successful at something that you can't stand doing or just doesn't make you feel alive when you're doing it. It's really hard to put in the work that's necessary to be uh, really, really successful at that. And so again, by answering these questions 
and 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 pursuing the things that really make you feel whole as an individual that is the best way for you to be like crazy successful to where you look at it and you're like i can't believe uh this happens or this happened so again really important to answer these questions and when you do that when you get that clarity well who cares what the future is right because you're going to be right there in the thick of it helping to create that future you might be the one that invents the thing that changes the future that for everybody else so you're going to be right in the thick of it helping to create it and when you're doing what you love what you love and what you're passionate about you're going to be so into it that whatever new thing comes along you're going to you're going to adapt because at the end of the day what matters to you is what's better What's going to be better for for everybody for the long term for for people as a whole, and if you're in the thick of all of that, you're going to know this CMS is just better, or this framework is just better, or this language is just better. Okay, and and you're not going to lament the changes. You're not going to worry about you know oh my how's this going to affect you know my career because you are there probably helping to create it. If not, you're right there on the front edge, learning it as it comes out because you want to know you're so excited. You're so passionate about what you're doing uh, that you're just, you're ready for it. You want the change. And so you don't have to worry about what the future is uh, because it's not scary to you. So that's sort of my, my answer to this question. I know that's probably a little bit different than what you, you, you might be thinking, but uh, again, I, I, I think this sort of question belies some deeper thinking that's going on. And I really think if you if you think about this and answer these questions, you're going to have some extreme clarity on the route that you need to take when it comes to your career. Now, of course, if you want to dive into the 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 raw material part of it and you want to learn sort of the law, the the raw language and those building blocks so you can create that the framework or at the very least, if you're working with the CMS you know how to be able to add the things using that raw material, that raw language that you need uh, in order to build build it out how you want to build it. And PHP happens to be the language uh, that you're you're most passionate about. Then I do want to encourage you to check out my PHP course. You can head on over to johnmorrisonline.com/php. That will take you to the course on Udemy with a, a listener only discount attached to it. Um, but that course is going to teach you sort of the basics of, of PHP, start with the very, very basics of syntax all the way uh, through some of the more advanced things like sessions and cookies and that sort of thing into MySQL. Then we get into object-oriented programming where you're building professional-level type applications. I actually show you how uh, different frameworks are built there, show you the MVC pattern, show you another pattern that I like uh, a little bit better than that pattern and, and allow you to, to operate at those levels. Uh, move into building a login script, PHP forms. I even have uh, my Upwork 101 course in there so that you can actually start getting work once you uh, get done with with learning all of this coding. So again, that course is at johnmorrisonline.com slash PHP. So be sure to check that out, get the training you need. You'll also be helping support the show. So I'd appreciate that as well. All right, that'll do it for this episode. If you liked the episode, I'd appreciate if you'd share it with someone who you think could use this information, could you know learn from answering these questions. I'd appreciate that. Also, all the past episodes, links to subscribe on iTunes, Android, TuneIn, all that you can find at johnmorrisshow.com. And finally, if you will rate and review the podcast over on iTunes, I will give you P- module one of my PHP 101 course for 
free. All the details for that are johnmorrishow.com. Just click on the Start Here link at the top. All right, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.